0: We are coming at you live from JGI Studios. This is Bang the Book, Season 3, Episode 16, The Droughts. Coming at you December 22nd. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of our loyal bookites out there. I am the professor, joined as always by the Beast of Baltimore, the Baron of Bel Air, Kanto the Greek. Kanto, Merry Christmas to you, friend.
1: Merry Christmas, how we doing? It's a wonderful Thursday evening, football on. Uh, You know, it's been a bad couple weeks for me, but uh, we can still celebrate, uh, you know, the Christmas spirit. So uh, happy to be here as always with you, the professor. I got a question for you real quick. Shoot. Because this is something that has been, you know, the Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, right? Do you say that... So that you feel like you cover the whole spectrum.
0: Um, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm fine with it. Like, I well, get. It. I, th- Merry- I think I think Happy Holidays encompasses New Year's as well. So it's just like it's a it's a gesture of goodwill.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm good with it. I just I find I find some people have totally gone away from Merry Christmas in general. Like when you say it, like people kind of look at you like you should be saying Happy Holidays. You know what I mean? But I get the Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays together. But like, nobody goes like, Happy Hanukkah, Merry... Nobody goes, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays. It's always Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. You know what I mean? Just interesting. I was just thinking about that the other day when I was talking to somebody and I'm like, it's super, super interesting how people like, they. I think they say it just to CYA.
0: Yeah. That's. I think uh, people needed a, r- a reason to be outraged these days, and <laughs> that is that's one of the the, the prime <laughs> motivations to get upset.
1: I mean, I'm good. I mean, I get it. Like a lot of people celebrate a lot of different things, and I'm not saying one way or the other i just always found it super interesting so a very happy holidays to all our listeners out there no matter what you're celebrating we're happy you're listening to us i'm happy that you spend some time listening to my dumb ass once a week and listening to the professor but it is a one it's been a wonderful 2022 and uh very merry christmas to those that are celebrating christmas so that's me covering that as well
0: Yeah, it's it's been a great 2022 Kanto, until the last couple weeks where uh, both of both of us have kind of hit the Schneid here. Professor coming in 24-20 and one Kanto just one game over (laughs) 523 and 22 with um, you know with a few weeks left, three weeks of football left. So we've got to get this thing moving because combined we are 47 and 42 right now, which Uh, very very small margin for for error so we need to go five and one six and oh combined to get this thing moving in the right direction
1: yeah listen a couple weeks ago you talked about how good we were doing i think you gave us the kiss of death but i also think the nfl has seen some things happen there's a lot of injuries at the quarterback position there's stuff going on that typically does not happen and i think that that has affected us over the last couple weeks. I mean, I had an 0 for 3 week, which is, I mean, I don't think that's happened. You can check the tape in the last three seasons that we've actually been doing this. So it was just a fluke thing. And I think that uh, we have some good ones uh, this week that I think will win on and I know will win on. Before we get to that, I just want to one hot topic real quick out the gate. YouTube getting the NFL Sunday ticket is by far the best thing to happen in the past 24 hours. Uh, When it comes to the sports world, it's going to give access to everyone to have a Sunday ticket on Sundays, obviously.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw the headline. I did not read the article. So what is the is this starting Sunday? No, no, you, this is this is going to be next year. So, okay.
1: Next year instead of, instead of having to put a, a dirty ass dish on your uh your house. It is 2023 and we're going to act like it. You're going to be able to stream your games through YouTube. So, if you have YouTube TV, it will be an additional add-on, but I also think they'll have premium options if you don't have their TV uh, that you can purchase it as well. I think we're going to get to the point where it's going to be dynamic pricing where you may not have it for the whole, see, this is just speculation, but I imagine this is what we're gonna do. You may not have Sunday ticket, but let's say you wanna buy one game. I think you're gonna be have the option to do that through
0: YouTube TV. That is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that so I mean, cool. what, but right now, if you don't have a satellite, like I'm not gonna go get a satellite just so I get that, right? So like now, I don't care what it is, 400, 500, $1,000, I'm gonna buy that for the pure fact that if the boys are playing and i can't see them i gotta go to the bar and spend 150 bucks i gotta deal with people i don't like i want to sit in my house i want to watch i'm streaming on my phone like it's worth it to me um it's probably worth it to you but if you know if people a lot of people don't live where they team that they like um, right it's just it's just gonna be they pay they're paying 2.5 billion dollars a year for it like yeah that's crazy, but it's awesome. It will, between, look, you're going to have that. You're going to have the online gambling apps. It is, the NFL, you know, as much as we hate Goodell, I mean, we, we look at him like he's a clown or whatever they say in Barstool. Dude, the dude is a mastermind businessman. Oh, he's figured 100%. it out.
0: And, I mean, the NFL has been behind the NBA and Major League Baseball in terms of allowing out-of-market fans to watch their games like MLB you get that you know the MLB app you can stream it for what $25 a month or yeah maybe even less than that NBA the same thing but it's so archaic that you've always had to you know have a friend who has a satellite or have a satellite or you have direct TV or whatever it may be it seems to change every couple of years but um, this is a step in the right direction for the NFL yeah, I think it's great. I mean, you look at you look at all the changes. You've got games, on
1: <laughs> games on Saturdays, game on Thursdays. You've got Sunday morning games in England and in Germany and in, in Mexico. Like they keep throwing things at you that go, huh, that's pretty cool, right? So like it is just 18 game season, extra extra team in the playoffs. Like he's keeping it interesting. He's not saying, oh, it's a traditional thing and like like I just, it, it's something. It's something about this news that breaks. That it's like it's been. So, I, I got the I got the NFL Sunday ticket in 1994 when it first came out, direct TV, when my dad had a satellite dish, and I loved it. And since I've been an adult, you've had to kind of figure out a way to get it, right? Cause I didn't have the dish, yeah. you know. So like now this is just I don't have to worry about it, I have to stress about it. And you know, there's different apps. There's different streaming play platforms like Dofu. I don't know if you've ever heard of that app, you can stream it, but if the feed runs for like 15 minutes, you gotta cut it, you gotta go to something else because it's illegal, right? So this is like super I thought it was a big, really, really big deal for people that want to see every game, that want the flexibility and options to watch whatever they want, whenever they want. So let's go, Roger Goodell. I'm a fan of his today. Maybe not tomorrow, but today he's got my praises. So let's go.
0: Yeah, Goodell seems to be worth every penny of that $20 million salary that he's bringing in every year. So uh, I, think, I think
1: you're a little light on that, buddy. I think he's $50 million a year.
0: You're probably right. Yeah. But uh, but go for it, baby. So if we check in here um, at the teams that are they're recovering at a at a great rate this year, Cincinnati comes in eleven and three against the spread. The Giants are ten and four against the spread, as are the Lions and the uh, the Forty Nine ers coming in at nine and five against the spread.
1: Oh wow. Dude, and real quick, as you were giving me the spreads, um Roger Goodell, 63.9 million a year.
0: Wow. 63.9. So I was uh I was I was close, right?
1: <laughs> That's unbelievable.
0: I mean it really is.
1: <laughs> I mean, you think he listens to our show? I'm gonna shoot him a text.
0: <laughs> but go ahead, man. Sorry. Sorry as, to interrupt you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, I mean, every, every now and again, we as gamblers tend to lose our bearings as we're going through right now, this drought. And we struggle to find our way in the world. Overs turn into unders, favorites turn into dogs. And Tommy Tudix starts looking <laughs> like Kyle Bowler. This comes with the ebbs and flows of a brutal 18 week season times like these tries the souls of even the sharpest gambler it is best during these times of tumult and angry bookies that we not let emotion get the best of us after all an angry gambler is a bad gambler take a step back from your own emotions and stay the course these droughts do not last forever however rough they may seem sometimes a change in scenery is all we need in life the same goes for gambling if you're strictly a football gambler delve into the vast world of college basketball if you generally gamble on basketball step into the, to the world of korean baseball sometimes a fresh start rids us of the biases that have got us into this mess in the first place once we have purged ourselves of the bad luck and bad beats then perhaps we venture back into the abyss. As we enter in the last few weeks of the NFL regular season, be cognizant of teams that would much rather go golfing in January than professionally grind out the last few ballgames. I'm looking at the Colts, Texans, and Bears. Whatever you do, remember that in this great pastime that we call gambling, the only ones to get out alive are usually the books unless of course you have made it your life's mission to bang the book in that case follow kanto and the professor as we finish out the 2022 campaign on a bona fide heater
1: i love it and i will say the variant from football and i know you're not going to love to hear this i upset you in the text chat but I made a living off of soccer at the end of the World Cup. I crushed the Argentina game against France. I was hidden in every which way, came out on top, and it was something that I really didn't know a lot about, but I knew who the favorite was, and I was playing the odds in terms of who would score, who would do this next, and it just worked for me. Um, So it worked out really well. So I'm hoping I carry a lot of that luck that I got into this week.
0: Hey, man, good for you good for you
1: yeah man but uh listen I'm gonna talk about you know I'm gonna go right into it as I always do it's always me up first but the last two weeks I took Dallas they were heavily favored against the Texans they laid an egg and they barely won they were favored by three and a half to four depending on when you took I'm not sure when I took it against the Jags and God damn it if that wasn't the worst loss they could have suffered last week that kind of took us out of the east uh to win but they come in here at a spot at minus four and a half they were minus one before Hertz got ruled out they went up to minus six I think the Philly fans think it's going to be a lot closer than that I don't doubt them if it was at six I'd st- i probably be on Philly because it's an East rivalry match and I do think that Philly's uh wide receivers are pretty strong against our depleted secondary But at the end of the day, if you have Minshew, I don't know know if he's a mobile quarterback. I haven't watched enough of him. But if he's not, we rush passes really well. Hurts hurts us because he can move around. If if Minshew cannot, we will get to him and we'll have a field day and they won't have time to break free on the side. So the four and a half, while it might feel like maybe too much, I'd like Dallas here to cover that. They're going to get a payback win against Philly. Because Philly beat them with a backup. We'll beat beat them with their backup. And then we'll play again in the playoffs to figure out who's the better team. Dak versus Hurts. We'll finally get that week two of the playoffs the way this looks like it's going to be. So, long story short, take Dallas minus four and a half. Dak will have a massive game because he has to have one to get the faith back in him. Ride them boys. We them boys. It's our time. Christmas Eve. Celebrate. Pop the champagne. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on Dallas here. I mean, Philadelphia has no motivation to, um, you know, they've they've already locked up the division essentially. So I like Dallas here. I like it even better at four and a half. It was up to six or five and a half earlier this week. So um, I think Dallas is the play. You can't place any kind of faith in in uh, in Minshew mania. So <laughs> I like the boys here. Land four and a half. I'll, I'll probably play it uh, depending upon. You know how some other things go on uh, on Christmas Eve. Love it, weedham Boys. Now, next one, I'm gonna go into Aaron Rodgers,
1: plus three and a half against the Dolphins. Uh, listen, man, I think if you listen to his, if you listen to what he said after uh the game last week he was very adamant that they are not out of this and he sees them in their sights whether it's I mean he's out of the division when you talk about Minnesota but maybe he sees the other ones in their sights from a wild card perspective whether it's Detroit or whoever it might be Washington we we are going to see Aaron close this game strong and uh, close this season strong he always does he's Arian fucking Rodgers and I just I I love him to cover the three and a half I'm not impressed with the Dolphins lately um, Tua has not, in my opinion, um, I think Tua is obviously one more hit away from ending his season. I'm taking the money and I'm putting it on Aaron Rodgers because I believe in him more than I believe in Tua. I think he can cover three and a half. They may win, but I do think they cover the three and a half.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Green Bay did look really good on Monday night, and Miami looked pretty good too against sure. the Bills on Saturday, but. Um, you're giving points to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think they're playing a lot better. The young receivers are definitely gelling with them a little bit. So, um, you know, anytime you take a dog catching three and a half or more, it's really, in the National Football League, it's really hard to argue with that.
1: Yeah, and listen, dogs have dogs have barked this year and I'll stay there. And this is something that's way out of my realm, but I I'm a huge Bills fan. And you know that I think they're the Super Bowl. They've been talking about that since the beginning of the year. Uh, I thought it'd be Bills and Baltimore in the AFC Championship game. I still think that could potentially happen, but uh the Bears plus eight against the Bills. The thing about the Bills is I've seen some games that they shouldn't be tight with, tight in, and. This may be a spot, it's gonna be fucking cold. It's gonna be windy. It's in Chicago. I was talking to a friend of mine that's going back to Chicago this weekend for um for the holidays. And she was telling me that it's not, it's not the snow, it's not the cold that's gonna be a problem this weekend in Chicago. We weren't talking about the game, it's the actual wind that's gonna be whipping it around that makes it feel like a blizzard. So like I feel like. The cold, I know Buffalo's from Buffalo. I feel like the wind, the cold, the fact that, uh, you know, I do think that your boy runs around a little bit, the Bears quarterback. I like the plus eight, I'll take the plus eight, two scores. I like the Bears covering here.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you, if you boil it down to who has a better running game, it's gotta be the Bears with, uh, you know, with, with fields. So- um, Where's the money you know, on this game? Uh, you would ask me that question. When you're not prepared. Often. No, I got to pull it up right here. But I mean, I think with the Bears, you've got to take um, the plus. I think the money in this game is, let's see. It looks like the money's on the Bears. Sharp pros and Joes on the uh, on the Bears. Yeah,
1: there you go. Look at that. We're going clean sweep this weekend, baby. Three and I all. Like it. it Back to the fans.
0: We're going to go ahead and move on here to the uh, JGI uh, hotline. We're going to bring on the Southern Sharp, fresh out of Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Sharp, Merry Christmas. How are we feeling tonight?
2: What's up, Pops? How y'all doing?
0: Hey, man, doing well. Doing uh-huh. well. What's good with you?
2: Just living that swamp life, man. Can't complain. Swamp life. I love it. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing Not wrong with that. a while, man. How you been?
1: Good, man. How you been, man? How's Charleston treating you? Man, good you. Uh, God, what's the temperature down there right now?
2: It's a little chilly. Um, yeah, just yeah, a little chilly. Well, I, I got 18 degrees on Saturday. Can you beat that? No, nah, I can't beat that. <laughs> hey, before we start, can I give some general gambling advice to the tens of listeners you have?
0: Please, please yes. enlighten us.
2: Yeah, so as you know, being my bookie, this is the first year I've been up in many, many a year, and. You know, just been sticking to some few things. I think would be helpful for you know the novices out there. Um, you know, rule number one: uh, day drinking all Sunday and eating edibles. while we, we all know that's very fun. <laughs> is not too conducive to, to gambling. You will, you will lose a lot of money. I thought you were to say that it was conducive. To yeah, me money. too. I thought
1: that's no, what we're doing. No.
2: It. It's it's fun. We know, but. I, I've had some it, the thing is it compounds so the ones the fours eight twenty it gets worse and worse <laughs> and then, then rule number two this plays in with rule number one is it's bet the same amount on every game and that's been yes. that's been tough for me to do in the past um and like if you don't do number one and number two you're gonna have some rough Mondays you're gonna wake up pissed off everyone at work is gonna hate you you're gonna be pissed off at them then you're gonna have to take a nap after work because you're all tired. You're not gonna go to the gym. You're gonna start to get tits, and then you're gonna wake up late, <laughs> rush into bed on the on the Monday night game, lose that, do it all over again on Tuesday, and then you're probably gonna get fired from your job and end up working at a gas station. So those are two very important ones I've been following this year. Uh, it seems like three. you've been you've been teetering on the brink of uh, of number one, number two for about a decade now. It's it's a very uh, you know it's life on the edge. That's what it is. But number well, three, glad you doing is well. Number What's... three, Go I'm still going here. Go for got it. Got more. Go for it. Uh, take unders. Um, Overs are fanboy bets. With unders, what you got to do is just find a team you think stinks on offense. Don't look at the defenses. Don't look at the point total. The point total is going to be accurate. Take the under on a team you think that stinks. For probably a good three, four-year stretch, the Giants under was one of the safest bets. It was like a 70 percenter because they stunk on offense. Didn't matter who they are playing. Always take unders. Number four, stay away from parlays. Um, you know, if you're betting a 10-player heads up, parlay, On a Friday at the Byron Nelson For the TPC Sawgrass Like, you you probably need to reevaluate Some things in your life And just, it's not gonna It's not gonna work out for you And then in general, just, you know I tend to like, like most people uh, Home favorites And divisional games And uh, try to stay away from public bets, you know Have some fun with it So you say you like home favorites In divisional games? Home
0: dogs Home dogs, Home, yeah. Southern Sharp, Southern Sharp loves his dogs this season. <laughs> um, Southern Sharp, those are all great, great tips. Um, so, do you attribute your success this year to not having access to to
2: gummies? You could blame Stephen Burr or thank him. Um, his unreliability has been uh, a boon for my my gambling, but uh, you know it's uh, not ideal for every other day that football's not on. Yeah, man, it
0: sounds like a really boring life, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, I've been keeping it pretty
0: boring. Thank you. Um, We got week 16 here, Southern Sharp. Uh, Give give us and our listeners one side and one total
2: play this week uh, on this league. Of course. Now, one other final rule I didn't mention is don't spend more than 30 to 60 seconds looking at a game. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to overthink yourself. Just 30 to 60 seconds max on a game. Also, don't put every game on the board. It's just the games you know you're going to watch on TV. And then one final more, one more before I get to those games. Mm, halftime bets, second halves are a stay away for sure. Complete crap shoot. First halves, only acceptable Sunday nights and Monday nights. When you know you're old, you can't stay up and watch the whole game. So only do those for those two specific games. Um, we'll I'm just shocked board. you're still
0: awake right now at 9.40 on a Thursday night. You must it's have, must have lost awesome
2: the gas station tomorrow. I was, I was pumped, to come, <laughs> pumped to come on the pod, guys. <laughs> um, looked, at, looked at the board, and, you know, the Ravens was intriguing. But for me, that's – I'm not touching them. It's like, you know, chicks in high school with Jeff Gunther, circa, you know, late late 90s, early 2000s. It's a stay away. You, you see him coming. <laughs> you see the Ravens coming. It's a stay away. Well, back then, you probably wouldn't see him coming. You'd only, you'd only hear him coming, but you get the point. And, and like the Ravens without Lamar, they're going to be, you know, they're going to struggle to really measure up. You know, they're not going to meet the, the heights they thought they were going to meet. And, you know, their offense without Lamar is going to have some, you know, stunted growth and development. <laughs> they're not going to be able to, you know, measure up to their peers. So the Ravens, I looked at that, that's just a stay away. Now, uh, take the Vikings minus four. Uh, Goes against what I just said, but the Giants haven't beat a good team in probably five years. The Vikings sitting at 11-3 are a good team. I know they've clinched the division. I'm not worried about them laying down and resting people who are still jockeying for for playoff position, for seeding. Giants will struggle to get to 17 points in this game. Their offense stinks, they're terrible. Um, I think they've scored over 25 once this year. I think it was a Packers game in London. They can't score anything. They have a couple of long drives resulting field goals. Great. And they have like five three and outs. So that's I see the Vikings getting to 25, maybe an over 30. That's why I don't like the under in this game. But I like the Vikings a lot. Giants stink. They don't be good teams. Hammer you don't Vikings. like
0: the under 48 in this game.
2: I don't. I don't. Hold um, aren't
0: you a Giants fan?
2: Yeah. I watch them every week, so I feel like I am a good source of information here.
1: <laughs> okay. Um,
2: moving on to the under. A lot of low unders. Love them all. I want to bet them all. But I think you take the you take the Niners, Commanders. was that 37 and a half? 37 and a hook. I don't think. I think the Skins maybe score 10 points if they're lucky. 49ers are a wagon. I see Purdy coming back a little bit. Washington defense is okay, but their offense stinks. Go with my rule. When you know an offense stinks, just take the under. A little worried about the 49ers just being a wagon and completely you know, destroying the them and putting 35 on the board. But uh, I feel like it, it, they'll come back to life a little bit. They're at home. They'll win comfortably. Reds can score 10, maybe 13 points. Hammer that one.
0: So we have Vikings minus four and under thirty-seven and a half in Washington,
2: San Francisco. Is that correct? Uh, those are those are two Saturday games for you too. I got plenty of Sundays, um, Mondays for you too. Oh, three give, games on? give us
0: give us um give
2: us a Christmas Day play. I uh, gotta pull up the board. I haven't gotten that far.
1: Uh, I, while you're thinking of that, I really want to know your take on who we're going to see in the Super Bowl.
2: Uh, like Super a Bowl. futures play, like who's gonna come out of the AFC? Who's talking to me right now? Conto. Conto. Oh, you sound different. Um, yeah, good for your attentive the listeners there. I've identified Kanto Um, <laughs> Chiefs for sure. I mean, I can't go against the Chiefs. I think they get the better of the Bengals and the AFC. Like Mahomes is doing crazy stuff this year. Like I love betting on him. I don't care what the score is. Uh, I just feel so comfortable that their offense is going to roll. That's fair. Um, NFC, I hate to say, is coming down to Dallas and Philly. I fucking hate both those teams. So, I hate so all fans. They're the worst fucking fans, all of them in the world. Brenton, We're the, go sit on a What are you talking about? We're the best
1: one. fucking fans.
2: Dude, have you been to Dallas? I've been to I'm... Dallas more than you have.
1: Dude, you're very very right. You're very true on that matter, but uh, that doesn't mean I haven't been a fan for
2: 30 years. No, I hear you. I I hate to say it, though. I think this might be Dallas the year to get the Super Bowl. Like, I I really do. I love Um, it.
1: I love it. Tell me more.
2: Let's go. I I don't think... uh, The Eagles just scare me a little bit on offense. I think when they face a good defense, um, that gimmicky shit they do will get shut down, and uh, I think those two are the, the leaders in the in the in the NFC and I don't trust Buffalo at all. Josh Allen Josh Allen is a panicky bitch. He's gonna get his head knocked <laughs> off one of these days. He does he's panic. A he lot. does,
1: you're right, he does.
2: He panics so much and he's just jumping around all over the place. He's gonna get his, his head knocked <laughs> off one of these days. And I see him getting hurt in the playoffs, I really do. And whoever their backup is, if it's still JP Lossman, I don't even know. But they're gonna be fucked.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's
2: the so, to your point about Kansas
0: City. Kansas City is four nine and one against the spread this season.
2: Yeah, well, shows what I know. <laughs> yeah, but I
1: think you were talking about winning.
2: They no, do win probably, a lot of I was ball talking games about the spread.
1: Ah, okay, well, fuck it. I started out I there. I mean, I just
2: Mahomes makes it look so easy. I just love. I just, I'll never bet against them. Yeah. Yeah, we have a couple so, of rules here. We have
1: a couple rules. Where you don't bet against Tommy Tudix. You don't bet against Billy Brass Balls. Those
2: are the two rules we have. Who's Billy Brass Balls? Bill Belichick.
1: Bill Belichick.
2: Uh, no, you bet against him this year. <laughs> For sure. So
0: is that an endorsement of Cincinnati laying the three,
2: three and a half uh, uh, against New England? Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Um, see New England round a little bit after that. Whatever the fuck they were doing last week. I mean, they're not even good, but like Cincinnati's won what seven in a row. They're gonna, they're not gonna, they're gonna lose again this year. Yeah. And road game, just stay away. Okay. All no right. Endorsement. No endorsement. No. No endorsement.
0: <laughs> no Southern Sharp lock. <laughs>
2: no, no Viking, uh, Vikings Southern yeah, Sharp. We, we got a that. game.
0: We talked about this game uh, before you came on the air. Green Bay catching three and a half at Miami. Uh, where's the short play there? Uh, why is it over fifty? Mm. Uh, I don't get that. Um, I don't either. So, so are you saying under fifty is is the uh, the play in that first game on Christmas?
2: Yeah, like I mean, early game. It's in Miami. Uh, Miami. Eh, I don't know. They're they're fucking weird, man. They
0: don't play defense.
2: They don't. Their, their head like,
0: coach is a barista at Starbucks.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't trust the Packers' offense at all. I think their offense is still dog shit. Um, they have that one receiver, that rookie bitch, and then yeah, I guess the running game is okay. But I don't know what's going to happen. But I can see it being you know 10 ten seven and a half, and then you once you're under, have the under the over. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, any other
0: words of wisdom or our plays or otherwise for our loyal bookites before you uh, before you go to bed before ten o'clock here on a Thursday night? Yeah, I got
2: I got one more course like twenty four ounces, so that'll last me a good you know twelve to thirteen minutes, and then I'll be in bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's bowl season. College bowls are coming up. Stay away from them. You, you have no you have no idea what's going to happen in them. You don't know who's playing in them. You don't even know who's fucking coaching in these games. You'll lose a bunch of money on bowl season, guaranteed if you bet it. Having said that, I will be betting on, you know, the Layer Bowl for sure. (laughs) And also the Orlando Bowl and uh, whatever shit bowl they have on a random Wednesday night next week.
0: I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, you're going to watch a game, it's on, you have to bet
2: on it. (laughs) See, that goes against, that's one of my rules. If the game's on, you don't bet on every game, but if it's on, you can bet on it. (laughs) <laughs> so A little bit of a conundrum there, um, so that's just sort that out, you know, yourself. I yeah, love speaking it. Speaking
0: of which, I'm I'm sweating out a uh, Air Force plus three and a half right now. Looking pretty
2: good, but I have not been doing very well during bowl season. Bowl season's tough, man. It's tough, and then you know uh, you got that wedding coming up, and yeah, you gotta you gotta plan plan for the future, Jeff. <laughs> Wise words. Wise words. I love it uh, Some more wise words Try to wear some boots Or something During your wedding For the pictures uh, You know <laughs> Put some tissues in there In the shoes Get yourself a little a Half inch there be, be good for you Hey you understand <laughs> That Kanto Is actually shorter <laughs> Than the professor
1: No, no fucking way
2: kanto has got yeah. some bulk to him, though. He he, he, <laughs>
0: that's
2: he, he, he true. carries it well. He, he I, looks much taller than he is.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you. I fill out the
0: picture. I appreciate
2: that. He does. He does. Very photogenic. Kanto <laughs> is. Uh.
1: Oh, this well, is good. Man. This person.
0: Good. Sharp, appreciate it, man. We'll bring you back on the show, maybe uh playoff time, or maybe to get some some sharp picks for the uh, the college football
2: playoff. Yeah, this is fun, guys. Love talking ball. Um, yeah, and, you know, really glad your, um, you know, six listeners heard this too. It's 35, it was great. 35 last week if we're <laughs> counting here. Family and friends. <laughs> family <it>. and friends. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks. All right, man.
0: See Bye. you. What's good? By, man. by the way, by the way, Kanto, uh, I am taller than you. What are you? I'm 5'9. Five 5'9. Nine. Five nine. I'm 5'9". Maybe maybe the fact that you're um, a little thicker than I am... I'm stockier. ...makes you stocky is another word for it. You husky. Say, you say husky, but you can't say that anymore.
1: Yeah, In JCPenney, they had the husky section or whatever it was. You know, you yeah, got over there. Not
0: anymore. It's not PC anymore.
1: Yeah, well, fuck the PC, man. I
0: I'm, I can call myself whatever I want, right? So you're the, the last man who labels himself as
1: husky. <laughs> <laughs> i mean dude let me tell you something i enjoyed having morgan on the show man first of all low key i mean he's always been extremely funny but uh good if there's some good advice there in terms of betting what you watch uh not getting banged up and betting too much not doubling down on the next game i mean that's some pretty good advice and i love the fact that he loves the boys in the playoffs i mean i mean i think from a giants fan that's got to be tough to say so it's got to be pretty true
0: yeah, I mean, he's, he's had a good year. Uh, he's definitely banged the book. Like I said, playing unders, playing dogs, playing an equal num- amount of money for each play, not getting banged up on on uh, heavy beers and gummies every Sunday. It's it's a pretty great system.
1: Everything he said is worth. I I disagree in that Miami game. I think balls are gonna be flying around. But, um they,
0: You they know, be. I
1: just. But uh, well, we're not all gonna agree. That's why the line is what it is. But I mean, it was really. I, I we I, we gotta have him back. I want him back in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, we'll bring him back. He, he's one of the good ones. He's, yeah. he's one of the, the sharp touts.
1: I, and and um, just, just real quick, he had a 24-ounce Coors Light. You, you have to buy those individually. So he got that from his gas station job or he picked it up on the way home. You don't really buy that in a
0: right? He's he's probably afraid of himself, and that's why he doesn't buy twelve packs. So he buys maybe a couple tall boys for the evening every night on his way home. It's actually it's actually pretty. It's not the most you know financially sound move, but it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, sobriety safe.
1: Yes, it keeps you safe. I love it. He knows he his whole thing was about managing his risk. Did you understand that? Absolutely. Like he he spoke to how you. You basically keep yourself from going bad. It wasn't like this is how you win. It was like this is how you don't lose a lot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. 100%, 100%. It was a very interesting way to discuss that. But I love it, man. I think it's I think it's great. You bring him back. Let's do it. Let's go.
0: What's your pick? I'm going to see what you got on the store for us tonight. Hey, I'm going to start off uh, playing a dog here per usual. The Saints plus three in Cleveland. Listen, the Browns are really bad. Uh, they scored two offensive touchdowns in three games with Deshaun Watson. Uh, they still have that goofy elf at midfield. They were <laughs> gifted the game last week by a piss-poor Ravens performance. Go to staff too. if you look... Yeah, that too. If you look at the Saints, um, you know, the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, uh, he's thrown 17 touchdowns with just seven interceptions. He's got a passer rating of 117 this month. Uh, and he's the seventh best passer rating in football this season. So um, if we're coming down to quarterbacks here in a game in which it's going to be like 10 degrees with a wind chill of maybe two in Cleveland, somewhere around there, it's, it's going to be cold as shit and windy. This could be a Taysom Hill game for the Saints where they just try and run the shit out of the ball. Right. I'm taking I'm taking New Orleans here, plus three and a half. The sharps are all over it. 30% of the plays, the 46% of the money is on uh, New Orleans. And with this total sitting at 32 points. Oh my you, god. You gotta take the dog with the points.
1: Yeah. I have no reason to disagree with you i am not a deshaun watson fan never have been never will be uh i don't think that cleveland is a very good football team i am shocked that baltimore lost to them last week i have seen andy dalton the red rocket have i've watched a lot of his games he is a very serviceable quarterback back when he was in dallas but obviously he's playing for new orleans now i gotta take three and a half in this game with you saying that the games the, the, it's the, what? that's the lowest point total, I think, ever in the NFL, I believe. Something, there was, there's some game
0: this weekend that's the lowest. I think that might be the lowest. i a mystery 32 points, man. Yeah. And there's, there's some, t- there are some low totals this week. Uh, yeah. You know, if you look at Atlanta, Baltimore, 34 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at Houston, Tennessee, 35 and a half, all of yeah. these games are going to be played in this brutal cold that is encompassing much of the country right now yeah I mean, so I think,
1: yeah it's, it's it's gonna be interesting and um i just you know I, again i'm with you on this one I, I couldn't i couldn't argue the other i i'm i'm 100 on the on the red rocket
0: <laughs> i'm gonna play two teams that are laying a touchdown uh the first of which being the 49ers minus seven against washington you know Like uh, the Southern Shark was saying, the Niners are a wagon. And until further notice, you've got to play them. I mean, they've outscored their opponents by 116 points during their six-game winning streak. And if you look at Brock Purdy, he's very slowly and quietly turning into a poor man's Tommy Two Dicks. So I like... The Niners here, it could be a low-scoring game, but hey, 17-7, 24-10. The Niners, excuse me, the Commanders look terrible against the the Giants at home in a really big game. I've got no faith in their ability to cover. Heineke is not a starting quarterback in the National Football League. So uh, give me the Niners laying seven against the, the Commies.
1: So everything you said would lead you to believe that this game should be a higher spread total.
0: Yes, it's kind of stinky in that regard.
1: Yes, so and I think that this is what Washington does. They play really bad in big games that matter, like against the Giants, right, that would be beneficial to them. And they play up against the Niners that you would think they have no business being in. That's River Boat Gambler Rivera that does that for them and he and heineke is a backup you're right he's playing with house money anyway and they are playing for something i i don't i think purdy comes back a little bit and people get off that 49er high horse i'm not saying the skins win or the commanders or the football team whatever the fuck they call themselves today but i think they play it closer than you think and i think the line is stinkier than you believe and i'd be interested to know where the money is so give it to me
0: Uh, currently everyone loves the Niners Uh, that tells me what 73% of the plays 88% of the money is on the Niners whereas 27% of the plays but 12% of the money is on Washington so it's a it's very much a pros and Joes are on the, the, uh, the Niners right now it's kind of an Ultimate contrarian play to back Washington
2: here.
1: Yeah, I think I think the you think the book's going to take a loss on that. Like in Vegas, at five percent of the money, I think they would be moving the line pretty aggressively if they believed that this was going to go the other way. I think this is one of those things where Vegas cleans
0: up on. The line's down to six and a half, which is even stinkier. <laughs> Me- meaning there's mo- money is coming in, of course, on Washington. Right, right, right. Um, so, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Cool. Yeah. What you got next? Um I laid the seven with Baltimore about an hour before it was disclosed that Lamar wasn't going to play. We'll see what happens here, I and mean, we got Huntley back under center. Baltimore this season um, at home is zero five against the spread. They have not covered it all this year. By that logic, they're due. And um, you got you know Desmond Ritter. Uh, playing QB for for Atlanta for some reason this is kind of strange that the public is backing a dog like this but 70% of the plays and 70% of the money is on the Falcons So Baltimore is actually a contrarian play at home you don't see that very often with a team laying a touchdown but um hey Bal- I mean Baltimore, has the number three rushing defense in football. Atlanta has the number three rushing offense in football. It's going to be strength versus strength. I think Baltimore is going to sell out on the run. Let, uh, let Peters, let Marlon Humphrey play man coverage and make this rookie beat them. So I, I think Baltimore gets right here. Atlanta is still kind of sticking around in the NFC South, but Baltimore at home against a dome team in a really cold game.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's Christmas Eve, so you're not going to have the same fan base you normally have, right? Probably people are, not everyone's going to go to this game. It's Christmas Eve. Um, So you have an interesting crowd, I believe. And then on top of that, it's going to be super cold. So maybe some of the fans stay away. Um, So I don't know what the house or the environment's going to be like in Baltimore. But then you have the fact that uh, huntley dearly didn't play well against Cleveland. Harbaugh is fighting for what I would believe is his job at this point. And Baltimore plays down to its competition. I, I don't love laying seven with Lamar there because they tend to always play to the end. And we talk about this every week. I always say I like Baltimore because they play it close. they have the best kicker ever. Well, guess what? Last week, their kicker missed a, missed a kick and got one blocked. And what happened? They lost fucking 13-3 to to Cleveland. So I just don't have a lot of faith in the offense. As much as you talk about the rush defense, Baltimore is concerning for me. When you look at Roman calling the plays, he hasn't been consistent. He's not very good. They need to shit-can his ass the way they should have kicked Dan Cannon last year. And I think they would progress and move on. They are a playoff caliber team. Lamar does come back and make them a better team, but it's a lot of points. For a backup that couldn't do anything in Cleveland, for a court, for a head coach that can't seem to make the right call at the right moment, and for a kicker that seems to be over the last two weeks kind of floundering with his game, seeing that he missed the game winner and now he can't figure out how to get one in in Cleveland in a big moment. Like this is where I think Baltimore is maybe crumbling a little bit, and Atlanta's primed to cover that seven.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, um, I'm kind of getting away from. have been doing all year playing dogs but right i think sometimes when you hit a drought you start to panic and that's something that (laughs) the southern sharp warned us against
1: hey i i you know what i think the southern sharp i i really like his philosophy he very i mean he's probably up a couple units on the book right now he's doing well uh we'll see what happens man you know this is you and i need a good weekend
2: have to
0: have it have to have it so
1: let's see what happens
0: hey Wakanto Merry Christmas Happy New Year to you we will um, hey we'll do it again next week before the before the New Year Uh, so for Kanto the Greek I am the professor we'll see you next week Merry Christmas so long friends
1: peace